music was my first love. Inspired by music lovers. Uncle Ray Kadira with a superb balance of vocal and instrumental classics from the last six decades, including the obligatory solid gold Elvis track. Or two. You'll hear treasures you may have missed. Rock and roll, swing, and smooch your way down memory lane with Ray Kadira, 10 till 1, weeknights on Radio 3. listening to the 123 show with me Noreen Mir on this Friday afternoon now let's look ahead to rare disease day which is held on the last day of February to raise awareness about diseases that many people will not know of as well as to improve access to treatment now according to the European organization for rare diseases treatments for many of these rare diseases is insufficient and in some people's and in some cases people's quality of life is also greatly affected by inequality simply because they have never heard of their own diseases or do not have access uh, to treatment. And so what about the situation here in Hong Kong? Uh, what exactly constitutes as a rare disease? To tell us more, we're now joined on the line by Chung Kin Ping, the president of the Hong Kong Alliance for Rare Diseases. Welcome to the program, Mr. Jung, and thank you very much for joining us this afternoon. Hello, Noreen. Thank you for interviewing me. Thank you very much for joining us. So perhaps let's uh, put things into the Hong Kong, uh, Hong Kong context. Uh, uh, what is a rare disease? What constitutes as a rare disease here? Okay. Um, you know, a rare disease means uh, the disease that affects uh, a very few, uh, very few number of people. Uh, for example, uh, in the U.S., uh, the disease uh, affects uh, less than uh, one of 200,000 Americans, uh, it is defined as rare disease. Uh, in European uh, countries, um, uh, one less than 2,000 people is affected by the disease defined as a rare disease. And in Taiwan, that is one less than 10,000. But unfortunately, in Hong Kong, uh, we have no official definition yet. Uh, um, although uh, there are very, very few people uh, suffering from one type of rare disease. However, there are more than 6,000 rare diseases uh, around the world. So uh, as a group of population, the rare disease patients is not a small number. As estimated by the World Health Organization, there should be about 300 million people affected by rare disease around the world. So um, if uh, we take this percentage in Hong Kong, uh, we estimate about 300,000 Hong Kong citizens are affected by rare disease. 
Wow, that's right. In a separate report, um, I saw you quoted uh, in the SCMP as well, um, a study done by a, a, a famous geneticist here in Hong Kong, a Professor Brian Chung oh, from yes, the University yeah. of Hong Kong. His report says that there's actually one in every 67 Hong Kong residents uh, suffer from a, Hong, uh, from, from a rare disease. Um, and, and this statistics uh, was only obtained from patients uh, from the, the public hospitals and, and not the yes. 12 private hospitals in town but one in 67 Hong Kong residents suffer from some form of rare disease uh, surely the, the government uh, needs to do something about it yes um, you know um, in the past uh, I mean uh, about five years ago when we talked with the government um, do you have uh, some uh, strategies or uh, programs to deal with a rare disease uh, the hospital authority uh, told us, oh, we are public health service uh, organization. We provide service to all people, uh, no matter uh, rare or common disease. And that means uh, the government has not um, uh, dedicated uh, uh, in um, uh, coping with the challenge uh, of rare disease uh, in the past years. And um, uh, we have been advocating uh, for uh, the government uh, to take uh, uh, actual steps and measures uh, to uh, cope with rare disease in Hong Kong. And uh, after uh, this term of the government uh, uh, launched in uh, 2017, uh, we are pleased to see uh, some um, concrete measures uh, are being taken uh, to cope with the uh, challenge of rare disease in Hong Kong. For example, um, the uh, chief executive um, has uh, confirmed to provide more uh, subsidies uh, for the expensive drugs uh, on rare disease. And also uh, in the hospital authority, uh, it has uh, lifted uh, the... Um, review process of open drugs, that means the uh, drugs for rare disease uh, in the uh, clinical process. Uh, those are good news to rare disease patients in Hong Kong, but still, uh, the Hong Kong has no uh, comprehensive strategy and policy and also a systematic service uh, to uh, patients with rare diseases. So at the moment, there is no sort of bill um, or, or any sort of registration for, for rare disease drugs in Hong Kong? What's the current sort of situation here? Um, oh, uh, Hong Kong has a drug registration um, uh, system. All drugs uh, to be used in Hong Kong must be registered. Uh, that's, that's okay. Uh, however, when the drug is registered uh, in the Department of Health, uh, it always takes very long time to uh, get reimbursement by hospital authority uh, because, uh, you know, uh, the hospital authority has to take a very long time of review uh, on the data, on the cases, on the efficacy of the drugs. However, you know, uh, when the drug is registered uh, by Department of Health, uh, that means uh, the Department of Health recognizes the safety and efficacy of the drug. Otherwise, uh, it will not approve the registration. 
Okay. Uh, in some cases with these rare diseases, I mean, uh, are, are all, all of the drugs uh, registered or, or is there a case for clinical trials? I mean, uh, it's because they're so rare in Hong Kong. Maybe they don't have the, 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 the registered drugs here in Hong Kong. Are patients able to get other sort of drugs? And, uh, yeah. That's not in registered Hong in Hong Kong? In Hong Kong, uh, we have uh, a program, namely... Uh, named patient um, uh, program. That means uh, the physician uh, can prescribe uh, uh, some drugs that uh, is not registered in Hong Kong, but uh, is um, um, uh, registered as better, well. yes, to, to the patient. Okay. And this is a very special program uh, that um, uh, the doctor uh, can prescribe to uh, specific patients, uh, but cannot uh, be used to other patients. Okay. Um, uh, Mr. Jung, tell us about uh, the, the role of the Hong Kong Alliance for Rare Diseases. What do you do exactly? Okay. Uh, the Hong Kong Alliance for Rare Diseases was formed in uh, 2014, that's about five years ago. Uh, we are a group of uh, patients and uh, caregivers uh, uh, for rare patients. And also some uh, academia, some professionals are supporting us. Um, our aim is to amplify the voice of rare disease patients uh, to make it heard uh, in the uh, public, uh, to, to make it heard uh, by the government. Then uh, we hope to improve the situation uh, of rare disease in Hong Kong, including uh, diagnosis, uh, treatment, uh, rehabilitation, daily support, and other aspects uh, for rare disease patients. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the challenges that uh, people with rare diseases face. You, you touched on that earlier. What, what sorts of challenges do they face? You know, um, rare disease uh, always um, um, have impacts uh, uh, on the patients as a whole. Systemic disease, uh, the, the the patients may be affected from the brain uh, to the organs or to the uh, the, the, the legs, the foot, uh, and the hands uh, and the skin. Everywhere uh, may be uh, affected and may have symptoms. So always, uh, the patients uh, have to use wheelchair. Some, some, some of them uh, must have uh, to use uh, the breathing machines and uh, also some of them are mentally um, uh, impaired uh, because of the disease and some of them uh, have uh, many tumors uh, in the organs. So um, uh, uh, that, that, that means uh, the patients are very seriously uh, impaired uh, in the daily life. Yeah. I mean, how common is it for patients with rare diseases uh, to suffer from misdiagnosis? Because because their conditions are so rare, uh, I mean, I mean, maybe the doctors who see them don't get their diagnosis right on the first go. And, and you know, it could be several years before they, they get diagnosed with the proper uh, disease. D do, have you come across that? Yes, this is a good question. Uh, you know, um the uh, physicians, most physicians uh, do not have uh, uh, adequate training uh, 
about rare disease also have not uh, awareness on rare disease. So um, in many, many cases, many, many of our uh, rare disease patients in Hong Kong uh, have experienced uh, that uh, they have to um, seek consultation in many, many disciplines and um, always um, three to five years, they cannot get the accurate uh, diagnosis. And some of the patients uh, may be diagnosed uh, some years later, but um, uh, 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 some time later, the doctor uh, told them, oh, uh, the diagnosis uh, was a, a mistake. Uh, you are not uh, diagnosed as this disease, but uh, another disease. So uh, wow. it's a very, very long time and very, very difficult time for the patients. Yeah. What about uh, other services such as rehabilitation? I mean, how 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 is that organised in the government? Um, the, is it sort of ad hoc programmes, or are there any specific? Um, Yes, the rehabilitation service um, is um, uh, uh, handled by another bureau. It's a foot, uh, uh, no, the Labour and Welfare Bureau. Uh, I think comparatively, uh, rehabilitation support uh, for disabled uh, people in Hong Kong um, is uh, rather uh, good um, comparing uh, with uh, some other uh, countries in, in, in this region. Uh, however, for rare disease patients, uh, some of the, uh, the, the, their needs are still unmet. Uh, for example, um, um, the uh, transportation. You know, many rare disease patients uh, have uh, to go out by wheelchair, but uh, the, um, uh, the rehab buses and also the rehab taxi are not uh, enough. Uh, so some uh, 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 rare disease patients, when we, they want to go out, they must plan uh, some months or some weeks before to book a rehab bus or a rehab taxi. Otherwise, <laughs> and they, 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 some, sometimes they like us to travel overseas, yes. to book a flight ticket or even difficult, more difficult than book a flight ticket, you know. Yeah, and, and, and so they have to plan ahead. Um, I'm just reading about, uh, you mentioned the point about um, orphan drugs, uh, which are sort of drugs uh, which are quite expensive to obtain, and they're the ones who have passed the clinical trials and uh, they work uh, overseas, and, and yet Hong Kong has, has still to wait for them to be registered. So um, I'm looking from, from sort of overseas examples, America, Japan, the EU, Australia, South Korea, Taiwan, uh, and and even China, uh, you know, uh, they've also registered uh, 121 rare diseases on on yeah. their national uh, yeah. list. Um, but yeah. as you mentioned just now, that's not the case in Hong Kong. Um, what's taking the government so long? Are, are you in talks with the government to, to 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 ask them why it's taking so long? Um. Um. In fact, uh, the uh, hospital authority is dealing with uh, this uh, orphan drugs um, case by case. Uh, it has uh, no um, a systematic uh, program or uh, mechanism uh, to 
introduced the uh, orphan drugs. That was uh, widely used or recognized in other countries. And um, uh, in fact, now uh, there are about 30 to 40 uh, orphan drugs are being used uh, in Hong Kong for the uh, rare disease patients. But the government and hospital authority never um, announced uh, a list of rare disease or uh, drugs for rare disease. Uh, how expensive are these drugs? I mean, for oh, for example, for for spinal muscular atrophy. Oh, I mean, it is it is very expensive. Um, the first year um, uh, for treating um, a patient with SMA is about six million Hong Kong dollars uh, per, per per patient. Wow. And <laughs> it's <laughs> unbelievable. unbelievable. And the second year. And the second year is uh, three million, and the third year three million. Uh, you know, um, this is not the, the kind of money a regular person would have sitting around in their bank account. No, no. no, no. I, I think even middle class cannot afford <laughs> uh, such uh, expenses. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And is there a, and and so far there's no sort of a drug subsidy or, or anything. Oh, oh yes, uh, you talk about the uh, drug for SMA. Uh, the government has uh, listed as a drug subsidized by the uh, Community Care Fund. And oh, as yes, because Carrie Lam came out personally. Yes, yes, yeah. oh, yes, that's the drug, yes. Yes, yes. As, uh, uh, as we have interviewed uh, some patients uh, last year, about uh, seven or eight uh, uh, patients of SMA um, has entitled uh, to be uh, subsidized by the uh, CCF. Uh, so uh, they are now well treated and uh, their situation is getting better before treatment. Yeah. Wow, uh, Mr. Chung, we're learning so much from, from you this afternoon. This is definitely uh, a topic thank you. Uh, we, we will revisit. And uh, meanwhile, thank you so much for your time this afternoon. And that's thank Mr. You, <laughs> thank you so much. And that's Mr. Chung Kinping, the president of the Hong Kong Alliance for Rare Diseases.